Welcome to the I Am Persuaded podcast with Travis Shelton. Our desire is to provide weekly encouragement and biblical truths so that you too can be persuaded that He is able. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Now, let's hear what Pastor Travis has to say. Welcome back to the I Am Persuaded podcast. Thanks so much for listening to each episode. You guys are truly a blessing to me, those of you that listen faithfully to each week's episode. And so I enjoy hearing your feedback regarding each episode. And I usually don't do this, but if you have been enjoying the podcast recently, make sure you're subscribed to it and maybe even leave a review, leave some stars there on iTunes, leave a review on Spotify, wherever you listen to it at. That would be great. That way it helps push this podcast to more people and our prayer has has always been is that people after listening to this episode or whichever episode they would come away more persuaded about who Jesus Christ is in their life and also maybe you have a friend that needs to hear a certain episode regarding a topic we've talked about or looked at in the past and so I would encourage you if that's if you have a friend like that send them this podcast send them the episode link so that they can hear it and maybe they can get help from God's word through that episode. So thanks for listening. But today we're going to pick up where we left off last episode, which is looking at the tribulation period. We are currently in the middle of a, of a series discussing eschatology, which is simply the study of end time events. And this is the fourth episode in this series, and we have a few more to go, but this is the third episode regarding the tribulation period. I thought we might finish the tribulation in this episode, but we I don't believe we will. We have just too much to cover, and I keep trying to keep them smaller and a little bit shorter. That way, it's a lot of material being thrown at you. That way, you can just digest it, maybe even go back and listen to it. And so we've studied the tribulation, counting this episode in three parts, and next episode will be four. Four parts, and we started this series with the rapture of the church, which is what I believe and I believe scripture teaches is the next large event on God's prophetic calendar. It's the next thing to take place, and it's the first thing that starts eschatology with the rapture of the church, then following is the tribulation period. And so we've been we've been looking at the tribulation now for two episodes. This is the third. And so I would highly recommend you going back and listening to all these episodes in order if you are just picking up with today's. And so today we're going to be looking specifically at some of the last judgments that will take place during the tribulation. This episode and next episode will be regarding simply the last judgments that will take place on earth during the tribulation. In the first episode, we looked at the seven seal judgments, but we ended with the sixth one. We will pick up today with the opening of the seventh and final seal judgment, and then we'll look at the trumpet judgments, and then we'll pick up next episode with the bowl judgments and the battle of Armageddon. So picking up from last week, as the Antichrist, we talked about what he's going to be doing, his main agenda during this this seven-year period is to overthrow the plan of God. And so the Antichrist, in the middle of this tribulation, he comes up with a plan for you to take a mark. And when you take that mark, you are damning yourself to an eternity in hell forever. But if you don't take the mark, you're going to face awful consequences, persecution by the Antichrist and his followers. But during this uh, taking the mark and all that he's going to bring in with that, you cannot buy or sell. So the Antichrist will basically control the world and the purchasing of goods in the world. And if you don't have the mark, you cannot buy and you cannot sell. He will also be demanding the world to fall down and worship him, worship the beast, and they're the second beast. And so all that 
all during that, God will still be pouring out his wrath and judgment on the earth for their lack of belief. So we've already looked at the six seals and what happens and when they will be broken and all that takes place with that. A lot of uh, eschatology to be unpacked in that. But we're going to pick up in this episode in Revelation chapter 8 and verse 1. And it says, And when he had opened the seventh seal... There was a silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. And so here we have finally the opening of the seventh seal. Obviously, some time has elapsed between the sixth seal and John has written some things in between where he pinned it down in Revelation and where the seventh seal was picked up. But John writes that the seventh and final seal will be broken and poured out. And one might expect with the final seal judgment, this will unleash the worst part of God's punishment during those type of judgments. However, the Bible says it unleashed silence. The Bible tells us how long the silence will last, and it'll be about a half an hour. And so at the end of the seal judgments, in the middle of all of the Antichrist and his rule and his reign, God will unleash silence on the world, and the opening of the final seal transitions the world into uh, that into a time, into the beginning of the next set of judgments. And so this silence that will elapse for a half an hour, you'll think, man, this is getting good. But then all of a sudden, God's going to unleash the trumpet judgments, which take place next. And so that'll be the blowing of the seven trumpets. And the last three of these trumpets are are different than the first four because they are, are, are identified as woes, which seems to be worse in Scripture than the first four. Somewhere during the trumpet judgments, most believe would be the halfway point of the tribulation. So some believe the first trumpet signifies the halfway point in the tribulation, so the first three and a half years and the beginning of the second three and a half years. Others believe that the first woe judgment is the middle of the tribulation period. We're pretty clear and pretty certain that somewhere in the trumpet judgments begins the the second half of the tribulation period. So let us briefly, uh, with each trumpet judgment, see what Scripture has to say about it. Trumpet number one comes from Revelation chapter 8 and verse 7, and it says, This first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood, and they were cast upon the earth, and the third part of the trees was burnt up, and all the grass was burnt up. And so here we have the first trumpet being blown. And these things are falling from the sky. And the Bible says that hail, fire, and blood are going to fall from heaven during the first trumpet being blown. So these things that are falling from the sky, they're not symbolic, they're literal. And it will destroy all vegetation. The Bible said in verse 7 there, they are cast upon the earth and a third part of the trees was burnt up and all the green grass was burnt up. And so the Bible says it will burn up one third of the earth's trees and all of the green grass. You say, well, what's God doing here during the first trumpet being blown. God is destroying the resources that some might be using to live off the land during this time. And so he's not letting anyone run into the mountains, run into the woods, and escape the punishment that's awaiting them. He is making this a global punishment as these uh, fire, hail, and blood begins to fall from the sky, destroying vegetation, destroying grass, and destroying uh, trees. The second trumpet judgment comes from verses 8 and 9 out of Revelation chapter 8, and it says, And the second angel sounded, and as it were a great mountain burning with fire, and was cast into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. And so here, 
the mountain that's a, a fire that's being spoken about. It could be speaking of landscape or it could be speaking of something the world has never seen before. God, John could be using this as a figure of speech to say something will be burning on a very large scale during this specific judgment. But scripture is clear in this judgment in which way the fire will play an effect on the world. And it says one third part of the sea will become blood. And so can you imagine looking at the ocean? And we all love to go to the beach and look at the ocean. Can you imagine all of a sudden as this thing is burning and all of a sudden the the sea, one third of it becomes blood? Then it says in a third part of the world's ships will be destroyed. Just imagine how the news will run with an event like this. I mean, we just saw how the media this past year can play such a large role in the way we think and the way we act. And can you imagine as the news anchors get on there with breaking news that one third of the world's seas have become blood and all of these ships have been destroyed. And so can you imagine the paranoia and the pandemic basically that's going to ensue during this time? Then the third judgment, and this is when a star called Wormwood falls to the earth. And it says in verse number 10, and the third angel sounded and there fell a great star from heaven burning up as it were a lamp and it fell upon the third part of the rivers and upon Upon the fountains of the waters, and the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. And so the, the third trumpet judgment is when a star falls to the earth, and this judgment mainly affects the world's fresh water supply. And so whereas the second trumpet judgment, it affected the seas and the ships, this third trumpet judgment, it's going to affect the world's fresh water. And so it will make fresh water bitter to the taste, and as a result, many will die because of fresh water contamination. Then the fourth trumpet judgment and this one is specific it will affect the sun the moon and the stars and alter the day and the night so verse number 12 says this and the fourth angel sounded and the third part of the sun was was smitten and the third part of the moon and the third part of the stars so as the third part of them were darkened and the day shone not for a third part of it and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet and the three angels which were yet to sound. And so here we have the final judgment before the woes begin. This is the fourth trumpet judgment. And the Bible says it will affect the sun, the moon, and the stars, and it will alter day and night. So part of the objects that light up our sky will go dark, one third of them, perhaps even altering uh, the 24-hour day as we know it. Some say it could turn into 16-hour days because of the way one third of the light is being removed. And so I'm not too sure on that, but it will affect the way the day day is seen with night and day. And so here, everything is changing during the tribulation period. Uh, grass is gone. Ships are destroyed. Water is turning into blood from the sea and the fresh water. There's a silent period for a half an hour. There's so much going on during this time of judgment. All the while, the Antichrist is still running around uh, wreaking havoc on the world, trying to demand worship while God is pouring out his wrath upon the earth. Now, here's where we come to the fifth trumpet judgment, which is the first woe. 
in verse 13 of chapter 8 says this, and we read it a while ago, but we'll read it again. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. And so here we have three trumpet judgments left that have not been blown yet. And here an angel comes flying through pronouncing these woes on them. And so we come to verse one of chapter nine, and it says this, and the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as of the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit, and there came out of the smoke locust upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of earth have power. And it commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shape of these locusts were like unto horses prepared into battle on their heads, whereas uh, crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And so here we have the first of the woe judgments. There are three of these. This is the fifth trumpet to be blown in the judgment and the first woe. And so here we find a great star will fall from heaven, which will open up what the Bible calls a bottomless pit. Smoke will come from this pit, causing the day to seem dark and and crawling out of the abyss that's opened up in the earth will be some form of a locust. Now, the Bible says power will be given to these locusts, such power that they have power to sting like a scorpion, and they're stinging these humans. And it's commanded of these locusts by God not to devour the vegetation or the land. And we can recall reading our Bibles as locusts often as a plague would devour vegetation. Here they're not coming after green grass. And they're not coming after vegetation, but they're coming as a scorpion to sting men. But to go after these men that are not of God, to torture and torment those that have rebelled against God. These locusts could very well be demons who have simply taken on this form during the tribulation period. And these locusts, the Bible is clear, will be released for five months. And during this time, men will not be able to kill themselves. Think about that. For five months, there will be these locust-type scorpion things that we, I mean, the Bible, we'll read the verses here in a second, how the, the, the Word of God describes them. You see, a scorpion sting today usually does not lead to death, but it is categorized as one of the most painful stings to mankind. I've never been stung by a scorpion, but I don't want to be stung by a scorpion because I've heard just how painful it can be. So these men during this time of the tribulation, the pain from the sting of the locust will be so severe because these locusts are empowered by Satan. Remember that. The sting will be so severe that mankind will seek death, but because uh, the judgment that God's placed on them, they cannot kill themselves. That's part of the judgment. So half of the judgment is the locust to sting the man. The other half is it's not going to kill him. It's just agonizing pain. And so they will have to endure the awful pain inflicted by the locust. And so you can imagine someone trying to jump off a cliff, someone trying to shoot themselves and trying to kill themselves 
and they simply can't because that's part of the judgment that Revelation speaks of that God will pour out in this fifth trumpet judgment. So these creatures, they're going to be hideous. They're going to be horrifying to all men during this time. So just listen really quickly. We won't describe it much, but just let the Bible describe what these creatures will look like. And it begins in chapter 9 of Revelation and verse 7. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. And on their heads were as a crown like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of a woman, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings uh, in their tails, and their, their power was to hurt men five months. And so think about that. These beings that I can't even describe what they're going to look like, but the Bible says they have hair like women, teeth like lying, faces like a man, crowns of gold. But here, and their their wings are going to be so loud, it's going to sound like chariots of horses running into battle, but they're going to have this stinger as the scorpion, and that, that will be what inflicts the pain onto mankind during this time. And so I can't even imagine what it's going to be like during the fifth trumpet judgment. And the scripture paints a very vivid picture, but a very painful picture at the same time. Now we come to the sixth trumpet judgment, and that is the second woe. And it says in verse number 13, And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns in the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels, which were bound in the great river of Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which they were prepared for an hour, and a day, and a month, and a year, for to slay the third part of men. Notice that, to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000, and I heard a number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire and of brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. Out of their mouths ensued fire, smoke, and brimstone. By these three was a third part of men killed by the fire, and by the smoke, and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouth. And so think about this. You've just had five months of locust stinging mankind. Now here we have the sixth trumpet judgment and the second woe. And so remember back to the fourth seal judgment a couple episodes ago, a fourth of the earth's population will be killed off. Now under the sixth trumpet judgment, another third of the earth's population will be killed. That means with these two judgments alone, nearly a half of the earth's population will be reduced by half. I mean, just think about that. The, the, the amount of bloodshed and death that's going to take place during the tribulation period. And that's not even to mention all the ones that died during war, famine, natural disaster, and diseases. And so this judgment will be made up of 200,000 horsemen that go forth killing a third of the earth's population. And so it's going to be awful on earth during the tribulation period. Then we come to the seventh trumpet judgment and the last woe, and it's not recorded in Revelation 9 or 10, but it picks back up in Revelation 11 and verse 15. And it says this, And the seventh angel sounded, and there was a, were a great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders which sat before God on their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God saying, We give thee thanks, O Lord God Almighty, which art and wast and art to come, because thou hast taken to thee thy great power 
and hast reigned. And so here we have the final trumpet judgment and the last woe. And when this final trumpet is sounded, it will be a worldwide proclamation that the end is very, very near. Now, we know reading the, our Bible that this seven-year tribulation is the end of end, but it's, it's, it's a proclamation to those that don't necessarily know the truth during that time that, hey, the end is near. And so though the end is near in the final days of the tribulation period, God will unleash the rest of his wrath, which will be the bold judgments. And so we will look at those, we'll look at the bold judgments and the battle of Armageddon in the next episode. And again, I wanted to keep these episodes shorter. That way you can take it all in and hopefully digest it just piece by piece as we look what scripture has to say about the end times and what is to come in the future. And so hopefully you can go back and re-listen to these episodes and follow along in scripture and hopefully it answers your questions that you had regarding the end times and what's going to happen at the rapture, the tribulation, the battle of Armageddon, the millennium, and we're going to get to all that in the next couple of episodes. But next episode will be specifically on the bold judgments and the battle of Armageddon, and I believe that will be the final episode in the tribulation part of the eschatology. Then we'll begin looking at what's to come after the tribulation. And so I wanted to keep these episodes shorter. That way you can take it all in and hopefully it's a little bit more easier to digest because it is a lot of information that Revelation gives us. But remember today, child of God, you never have to endure any of this. You don't have to go through the seal judgments, the trumpet judgments. You don't have to be made to take a mark. None of this applies to you, but you can rejoice today that you are a child of God and that you don't have to endure this. But I'm, I bet you know someone that don't know Jesus. And listen, they will experience all of this if they don't come to faith in him. And God has put you in their life to preach the gospel to them today. So preach the gospel right where you are like you never have before. As always, have a great Friday and God bless. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the I Am Persuaded podcast, please consider subscribing and share with your friends. We pray this is a blessing in your life. God bless.